Hey, you guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. I know I had wanted to start a podcast for years and I just didn't know how to get started. Anchor made it so simple by giving me all the tools to record, edit, and even distribute my podcast across listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show Raised and Redeemed with your host, Michaela Nikolenko. So today's message is a little bit more of a serious one, and that is how to fight the devil. I really just want you guys to know that you have power in the word of God, and you have authority in the name of Jesus. So that's what we're getting into today. If you didn't know, this video is also on YouTube where I include a little bit more of a visual component um, for the more visual minds, but wherever you're tuning in from, maybe just the audio version works best for you. And that's why I'm here on podcast as well. So I'm so glad you're here. Let's get right into the message. The topic is how to fight the devil. Let's start by talking about who he is because there's a lot of misinformation out there, most of it coming from him himself. He's the craftiest beast that the Lord ever made, and a big part of that craftiness is convincing many people that he doesn't even exist at all because if you don't know you're up against somebody, then how are you supposed to win that battle? So I think one of the best things you can do to equip yourself against fighting him is to know who he is. So some of the names describing him are the accuser, the ruler of this world, a roaring lion, the great dragon, ancient serpent, deceiver of this world, father of lies, the enemy of our souls, a murderer, liar, and thief. The list goes on, but the idea is that he fell from heaven and he wants to see you fall too. He does not back down. He does not give up. So what can we do? So I'm not going to waste your time. The single most important thing you can do to defeat the devil is know your Bible. This is where you can learn who he is, the weapons he uses, the fact that Jesus defeated him, and how you can have authority over him now. The devil's native tongue is lies. He speaks in lies. So if your mind is full of the truth that's in your Bible, you'll be able to recognize right away when those lies try to seep in. What he does is tell us a lie and then encourages us to apply that to our lives. For example, lie. There's no women in the Bible. Application. Christianity must be made up by men, so I'm not going to read the Bible. Result separation from God. Another example, lie. Having sex outside of marriage isn't really that big of a deal and everybody else does it, so what's the harm really? Application, you do it too. Result, shame and separation from God. Satan's goal is to separate us from God and he knows exactly how to do that. He did the same thing to Eve in the garden in Genesis 3.1 when he said, did God really say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? No, God didn't say that. He said, you shall not eat from this tree. And God didn't say that because he was holding out on them. 
it was because he was trying to keep them protected. But in that same verse, Genesis 3.1, that's also where God says that Satan is the most crafty beast he ever made. So he knows exactly what to say and how to twist it and how to skew it, especially if you aren't rooted in what God says. And Eve clearly wasn't because she fell to that deception. So you can't talk to him because it's literally all deception. So that looks like entertaining those little questions, those little doubts about your self-worth, about God's promises for your life, and about if God's word is true. Because the minute Satan gets in even a little bit, it's dangerous territory. And if he can twist God's word even a little bit, you won't be victorious over him. That's how I felt. And that's what led me to studying all the other religions, all the other gods and goddesses. Before I saw a demon, before I came back to Christ, I stepped outside of God's shield of protection. I thought that there was more information. There was secret information out there and I needed to know it. And I thought the church was just some suppressive patriarchal means at controlling society and women and I had all these lies that I believed and that's what led me into some really, really dark places. If you've watched my older YouTube videos, relationally, professionally, spiritually, I stepped outside of God's shield of protection and it got really dark for me. But I'm glad that I went there because I got to see the other side and now I get to tell you guys how to protect yourselves from ever having to go there. Let's go back to the power of God's word because even Jesus, when led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit and there tempted by Satan. He didn't call on a legion of angels. He didn't use some other power, but he said, be gone, Satan, for it is written. He defeated Satan with the truth of God's word. I think it's important to know that when you're coming up against Satan, he doesn't care what you have to say because he doesn't have to listen to you, but he does know Jesus. All of his demons know Jesus. He knows the word of God and he does have to bow down to God. So if you have Jesus in your heart and you believe that he is Lord, it is by that power that you have authority over Satan. You should also know that this isn't some equal battle where the light side is just barely holding off the dark side. In fact, it's not really much of a battle at all. And you see that in the opening of the Bible when God hovers over the waters. He hovers over the darkness. And over the span of six days, he speaks order into that darkness, disorder, and chaos. And on the seventh day, he rested. When God speaks, creation is subdued. A lot of people wonder why God wouldn't have just done away with the darkness right then and there. Like, what purpose does it serve? That's why God's story doesn't end in the first book of the Bible either. And there's one argument that God created humans to participate in this story with him and why he put the rest of creation under the dominion of humans was we were supposed to be the ones to keep evil and keep the darkness subdued. And because Adam and Eve failed at doing that in the garden, that was the foreshadow to why we needed Christ to come back later and do that for us, i.e. why Satan showed up in the garden as a serpent, something that Adam and Eve had dominion over. Another benefit I've seen of there being darkness, of there being an enemy of our souls, here on earth is the fact that it keeps us realizing that we need God. We need Jesus. We need his word. We need his protection. We need his help. Um, had I not seen that demon back in 2020, I wouldn't have realized that I needed Jesus. I wouldn't have called out for his protection and I wouldn't have had the opportunity to see his goodness in contrast to the life I had been living before.
So we have to be vigilant. We have to be alert and of sober mind. Most of the time, the devil doesn't come in these like flashing lights, like, hey, it's me, I'm the devil. But these whispers, these little lies deep inside our mind. So, so we have to know the truth of our Bible and we have to put on the full armor of God every single day if we want to be victorious over the devil. And we have to have faith in Jesus and the fact that he came and that he defeated the grave. We have to be bold and courageous in that faith and call on him as our higher power because once again, the devil does not care what you have to say. He does not have to listen to you, but he does have to listen to Jesus. So in Jesus' name, you can cast out demons too.